<laughs> you brought me in these goddamn chips. Take the chips. Take them far away. No, I don't want <laughs> Throw them away. Can't say no to play. I'm not going to eat them while we're recording. I just want something to eat real quick. God, I'm not, not going to eat it. I'm not going to. I swear to God. I swear to fucking oh, God. On. Let's check the sound here. Keep going. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> fucking hate that, dude. We are anime. I wanted to start this by talking about um, about the anime. Any kind of funny moments with it that you guys had? What good times, funny moments throughout it? Something that really stuck with you? Oh, the scene right after he he unlocked Genkai's power and he like started shining. He's like, Rah! yeah, and he's, he becomes like a rainbow entity. Yeah, he's all yeah. cosmic. Yeah, no, yeah. that's actually really fucking cool and how they <clears> did that. Like pure art. power. Yeah. yeah, and it's insane of how much power she actually fucking had within that old little fucking decrepit body of hers, you know? Yeah, that's. I think that was the whole point of it. She was, her and Tagoro were just on the same level. I mean, she was probably even more powerful than Tagoro at one point. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a nod to that throughout the show yeah, that Tagoro's yeah. like... Because she ain't fucking scared of him, like, let's be honest. No, the entire <laughs> time. And, it, it, like, a lot of people say that the Sensui fight is the best fight, but I think the buildup for Tagoro's fight what, through the whole tournament, that got my dick harder than anything on the face of the planet. Just sitting there going through the fights, learning uh, who's got what power, you know, because they don't really demonstrate their real abilities until the fucking demon tournament. Yeah. Karama goes Yoko mode. Uh, Hie releases the Darkness Dragon. Kuwabara gets two swords. <laughs> <laughs> and and Yusuke, I don't know if he gets the shotgun at this point. He might have gotten the shotgun at the Demon Tournament or I if think he got he more has, bullets for his spirit gun. I think he has shotgun like earlier on. He already has shotgun. Yeah, yeah. before the Demon <clears throat> Tournament. He just doesn't really use it, I don't think. No, tournament. he doesn't use it that much. He really mm-hmm. doesn't. He uses it against Sensui he gets... when he's on top of him. Yeah. He like turns his hand yeah. and he just <laughs> he's on top of him and just fucking wails on him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's that's I but we're we're jumping a little far ahead here, boys. Yeah, now, well, we need to bring it back. Just bring it back just a little bit. Cause we're going to talk about all that later. Right. Mm-hmm. And say Mason Mason's got the freshest in his mind over here. Our boy, oh, yeah. Our boy just binge watched the whole entire I'm, series. I'm so yeah. proud of you. We, we talked yeah. about it on uh, uh, a, a few past episodes and multiple episodes, multiple episodes. <laughs> yeah. We badgered him and put him into a corner to where he finally did it. And I don't think he regrets it at all. That's no. great. I'm, I'm honestly legitimately excited to talk about this anime because it is on my top five. We've got Bebop. We've got Hunter x Hunter. We've got Yu Hakusho, we've got Berserk, and we've got uh, One Piece. I, I cannot wait to talk about these five subjects. I mean, the fact that we're getting to talk about this right now, I'm so fucking excited. We're, break, we're breaking the fucking mold over here, people. <laughs> Absolutely. So I want to talk about what's going on with the show with uh, Misfortunate Media before we get into introductions. Well, uh, let's hear it. Well, we got what's going on. We have a interview with uh, the band Modeling. They're from Arkansas. We have that on June 19th. 
We also just scored two interviews with two metal bands, uh, Eric Cobra, which we will be doing in probably the end of July. Uh, we're really good friends with them, so I cannot express how excited I am to you know actually get to talk to Dusty and TJ about you know the their new album Midwestern Steel. Yep, they uh, they've been wor- working very very hard on their band for the last decade, and they're finally getting to a point where like they're getting a lot of notoriety and you know they're starting to really come up in the midwest so we're really happy for those i couldn't guys. be proud more yeah, proud yeah. for my uh danville metal brothers oh, uh, yeah, in this absolutely. situation and then we have a dubuque hero i guess i mean of the metal community i i'm not a big i'm a huge metal fan but the the music scene out here isn't really my type of metal and seeing these guys i saw them last night seeing them really opened my eyes i'm like oh shit there is more to dubuque than just I, I don't know, not very good sleep cover bands, you know? Yeah. So we finally have those, and uh, it's 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 great to, to be able to sit down and actually talk to these artists about their new albums coming up. I am definitely looking for more people to be a part of the show, uh, comics, YouTubers, anybody to be a part of the show um, and produce what's going on. We're working on getting shirts. We're working on uh, stickers. We're working on advertisement. This is obviously our first YouTube video. If I can keep my fucking mic up, <laughs> this is our first YouTube video. Uh, I, I'm I'm thrilled that of how this is all progressing. I mean, I, I couldn't yeah. have done it without you guys. I love you guys so much. Love you too, man. It gets Team better every man. week. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Week. And our content right. is always getting better. I mean, absolutely. I'm putting in the fucking work for this shit. I yep. mean, I remember. We we reference this all the time, but I don't know if our listeners do. I always go back to you saying that most podcasts quit after what fifteen? Fifteen episodes. Yep, we're, so, we're way past that. Yeah, twenty seven now. This would be twenty seven. This is it. Yeah. I mean, regardless of listeners or anything, that's just that's great. It makes me feel good. Yeah, it makes me feel good so. that we actually stuck with this and actually kept going. You know, yeah, yeah. I, there were times where I uh, when we were originally doing this, where I'm like, I don't really know what's going on. You know, we finally now have a direction for our shows. Uh, Misfortunate Media is the umbrella name for our three channels. Meta Misfortune is, you know, pretty much the primary show. That's where we're doing our interviews and the stories. Uh, Morning Cup of Chaos is now doing the deep dives on the history, the serial killers, the cults, the the fun stuff, in my opinion. Uh, and then um, anime, which we're doing now, is obviously anime. Just stuff we're passionate about. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And because nobody else in the group besides Jake likes anime. <laughs> which we beg him to come on the show, but Jake's a busy guy. He's he's very busy. He uh, Jake Jake just got married. Yep. Um, he also just got a visectomy. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> Pretty sure he just redid his bathroom, too. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got uh, a lot he's going really on, He's moved up in the world. Yeah, he's, 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 doing, uh, a, he's doing a lot. And, and I, he graduated AA like a month ago, fuck, so, man, man, he's he's just fucking drank, milestone after milestone. He drank every single day while he was a part of it. I don't know if we can like congratulate him that much, but Commitment. Fuck. Yeah, he's very committed. Is it commitment or just like... Dedication. Pers- dedication. <laughs> dedication is the word I would use for yeah. that. Yeah. He's, he's dedicated to not being... <laughs> Sober. <laughs> hey, man, when I was his age, I was doing the same fucking thing. Absolutely. And like we have to remember, have like, he's the youngest member of our group. Yeah. No, you got to have fun when you're young. Yeah. You get, you get to be our age and you don't want to have fun anymore. <laughs> your version of fun is just coming home and not doing well, your anything. Your knees don't let you have fun. <laughs> oh, man. Your knees, your back. In my case, like, my, my joints and my hips, like, I fucking stand 10 hours a day i'm just not with it like i want to come home and lay down <laughs> i had a i had to go and do the custody drop off the other or uh yesterday and i had to have my um my son in the car my newborn son or not newborn he's one now uh so i had my one-year-old and then i had my six-year-old who i'm dropping off that's a five and a half hour drive with a one-year-old 
And after like hour number one, he's bored. He's pissed off. He's fucking tired of being in the goddamn car. So what does he do? Screams. For four hours, I have this fucking one-year-old in the back just higher decibels than I can fucking even fathom. Just coming from the back seat, all right? <laughs> it's like Cradle of Filth is in my back seat just <laughs> screaming at me, begging to get the fuck out of my car. And I'm sitting there for oh, five man. hours listening to this kid scream. I get home. And I have to go to this metal show because I have to go talk to the mutilated with zombies so they can come on our show. I'm like, I have to push through this. I got a pounding headache. I get to this metal show. I've never felt older in my entire fucking life. <laughs> dude, I get to this yes. fucking metal show, dude. And I sit in the back of the room. I grab a beer and I don't talk to anybody. Dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> don't talk to anybody. I get done watching the show yeah. and I, I had planned on just pretty much c- coming there, asking mutilated, watching one of their songs and getting the fuck out. Yeah. It turned out that they were the last band, so I had to stay for the full fucking oh, show. Wow. Yeah, at that point in time, oh, I might as well stay for the full fucking set. Yeah, I, I feel that on such a personal level too, because the last show that I went to was a big band, and I, you know, I got to make it through the openers. Openers were all right, you know. I'm not going to say best bands ever. Anyway, you get to the final act, and you know, I'm already. It's like hour three of me being there i'm already drunk like (laughs) i'm tired like you know and all of the people that i was with wanted to be right at the front of the fucking stage and i'm just like of course they go right in front of the monitors too on the right side of the stage so i'm just getting blown out of the fucking water by a (laughs) snare drum and like guitar solos and i'm just like dude i've already seen this band before i made it like four songs i'm like i'm getting the fuck out of here like i just can't do this anymore like i'm too old for this it's so fucking hot and sweaty uh (laughs) that too yeah you know and and it's funny uh jake just went to go see lorna shorna uh, lorna shore and um his brother was crowd surfing i don't know if he was in the rafters he fell off a balcony (laughs) he fell off a fucking balcony it was like a 12 foot drop and he like fucked his whole entire left side up that's not what i'm for yeah no i'm for having a good time and I'm not here for a long time, but that's too fucking much. They do to, eventually, we that's something like we wouldn't come back from. No, <laughs> like, no, 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 you know no, what I'm no. saying? Like, Permanently <laughs> fucked for the rest of yeah. my life. Yeah, I've definitely had some close calls at concerts. I think one of the worst was the last time I went to a big festival that was like three days long. I was front center for fucking Ozzy. And I was such a good I show. I was getting fucking crowd killed the whole entire time. And. Just everybody pushing up against me in the gate, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to like protect my fiance and this, that, and the other, and getting fucking kicked in the head by crowd surfers every five <laughs> seconds. I'm like, dude, I fucking hate this shit. And like, Mama, when when they played Mama, it was just an obliteration of crowd surfing. Yes, oh, wow. dude, yeah. it was just every five seconds. I couldn't even watch Zach Wild just fucking <laughs> shredding the guitar. I'm yeah. just like paying attention to everybody. Yeah, else. you're like looking behind. You're looking over your shoulder, like, oh man, is this guy? Is somebody about to come up and fucking kick me in the head again? Or is right, it, you know, something's gonna happen. You yeah. never know. And I, I'm to that point, like the older I get, where it's like, if I'm gonna go to a big concert, I just want to be in the back of the room, like you. Hell yeah. Watch the band, have my space, you know, drink a beer, be cool, and then. Get the fuck out and go home. Like, uh, yeah, Jake's Jake's uh, wife leaned over to me, I think, during like the second band. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, I just have a headache, and I kind of just want to listen to the music and then probably go home. Yeah, like I'm not there to mosh. I'm not there to fucking No, they, start, they, like... started, they started moshing, and Jake looked at me. He's like, come on, man. I was like... Nah, absolutely. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> nah. I did the whole. Right. I did the whole cool guy in the back, just yeah, jamming, head bobbing, arms crossed. 
not giving a fuck. Yeah. Sometimes it's just got to be like that. Just vibing. I even hate to say that. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to a show and headbang. It's like, dude, sorry. Like, the last time I went to a show and got drunk and hardcore headbanged, I had bang over for like a week. And I dude. <laughs> I had to go. This is when I knew I was old. It was the first weekend I came to Dubuque before I moved here. Like, this was three years ago. And I went to a show with Tyler and one of our other friends at some bar that, like, you know, some metal band was playing. They were really fucking good. And I was really drunk by the time we got there. So I'm into it. You know, I'm, I got like a foot and a half long hair. Like I'm fucking windmilling the whole time. <laughs> that drive home was like one of the worst ever. It's and crippling. That whole entire week of work. Like I was in so much fucking pain in my neck that I ended up going to a chiropractor. Yeah. That's when I knew I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I remember this night because it was St. Patty's Day and I was dressed yes. up as a dragon. Yep. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We went to the lift and then we went to some other bar and then we went to the bar with the metal show. And yeah, it, it was a good time. Yeah, but, it wasn't too bad. But we're old. That's yeah. all I'm saying. We're so fun. we should probably get into the show and what, what what's going on right now. Yes, we are... And now I mention everything. That's right. Jesus Christ. So I am your fearless leader, your spirit detective, 14-year-old, Yusuke Yurameshi, Tyler Campbell. I am your pompadour wearing, I forget the name of the haircut having, what is it? Somebody <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I don't know. What is the haircut that he has? A oh, funnel. I know what a, you're talking about. I can't yeah, think of the name of it. Let's right just call now. it a funnel, all right? No, it's. I don't fucking know what it is, but it's. Uh, I know the fucking name. I'll I'll just scream it in the middle of a sentence when you guys. Yeah, isn't there hair. like four anime characters that all have that hair? The, yeah, the baseball bat guy. Yeah, and, it's, yeah. It's, it's a common thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> I am your spirit sword wheeling, shirt ripping off, fucking ginger. Do the voice. Yurameshi. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Kuwabara, aka. Really willing. And to and my right today. Your boy Mason. That threw me the fuck off. Yes, I'm not yeah. changing it for anything ever. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys did have the creativity. That's fine. Hey man, that's all right. It starts it starts with uh your mesh and Kuabara, man. Yeah, so that's where today, it's all at. today yep. we're talking about obviously one of our favorites. Top five classic all time. Yu Yu Hakusho. We're talking about the anime that if you were born in the early 90s, you came home from grade school and it was playing on Toonami or you stayed up on Saturday nights and watched it. That's Absolutely. how we started because I told you guys I remember up into the dark tournament. Yep. Yeah. And, yep. and, and Toonami was famous for getting all the way to the dark tournament and then rewinding. Yep. Rewinding. I never got the Sensui. I think it, it would play a couple parts of Sensui like when they go into the first house. Mm-hmm. And then to the first room where it's the the really smart guy. It's like Karama level smart. Yeah. And they they do that. But then it would always restart. I want to almost say it was probably intentional because they probably lost viewership once they moved past the demon tournament. I could see that. It's the best art. It's a little slow for a minute, but then it picks back up. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, maybe that's why. Honestly, um, the, the black chapter arc is... It is a very slow burning season. Uh, it, you have all these psychics. You have like these four new characters that are on Team Yurameshi. Uh, you've got these new psychics that are in all their powers. You have to learn about their areas or something like that. Yeah, it's it's almost like level of Hunter X Hunter uh, Nen confusing abilities. Like you know, Nen is like 
for me, it's really hard to understand how Nen well, works for the show. There's like Nen, Ren, Ten, and then I want to say there's a couple more. Yeah, and it, and, and it, it like they have all these different abilities, uh, and the psychics they have these roams or rooms or something like that. Yeah, the, these areas that they can affect, and um, it is it is very hard to. I could see how that would definitely kill the viewership of that show during Toonami, especially when your viewership is like ten and under. Right. But most of all, we're here to talk about this show today because we love it so much. And we've been talking about it for how many, pretty much since we started anime, that we were going to do a deep dive on this. And Absolutely. And yeah, yeah I mean, we, we, it's been building up for a long time and we want to do it right. Tyler's been putting in the work here. Mason's been putting in the work so he can be up to speed with us. Take- I am probably unironically going to be the most behind on some of the, the smaller details because it's been about two or three years since I've watched the show in its entirety. Well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, you remember the gist of it. I mean, you, yeah, you probably yeah. remember the dark. I can remember the dark tournament or the demon tournament. Like it's nobody's business. Yeah. I had to go back. The only part that really confuses, not confuses me, but I really gloss over is probably the spirit detective arc with Genkai when he's getting his powers. Cause that, I mean, it's it, a buildup. Yeah. Like it's, it's not insanely crazy or anything. There's like, uh, one of the episodes I really liked, I don't want to get too far ahead here, is uh, I believe it's after he comes back and the demons are invading the school. Mm. That's And like the teacher gets possessed and shit, and he's trying to save What's-Her-Face. Yeah, and Botan and What's-Her-Head are running around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel bad that I can't even remember her name. Kikyo. Kikyo. Yeah, Kikyo. Kikyo, yep. girlfriend. Botan, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. when Botan gets the cool outfit with the bat. Mm. Yep. She gets the jacket. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. <laughs> she has well, to like. Doesn't she have to like blend into the the normal people world because people can see like her that. at that point? Something. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is your what are your guys' favorite parts with the show? I mean, I know that obviously I'm different from you guys because I ultimately hate the Sensui Black chapter. <laughs> I do. We know. I we fucking know. I think it's got the greatest <laughs> fight of the entire arc, and I will be talking about it, and I can't wait to talk about that fight because it's fucking insane. But. As for the seasons series as a whole, I think my favorite is the Demon Tournament or the Dark Tournament. Dark Tournament. That's the one at the very end. It is very rushed. It is. It has a really shitty ending, but I think th- to find out Yusuke's past and the epic S Demon Tournament fight—that's fucking insane. Yeah, that's it, it is insane. a good moment. It I is would, cool. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I still to this day think that my i mean i I don't really have a lot of moments i I think just the one is probably the chapter black since we fight like the build-up to that is pretty awesome um the fight itself is pretty cool a lot of big things happen a lot of evolution is shown in the characters and it, it kind of it breaks a barrier in the show and then Right after that, jumps into Demon World, and it just keeps building up, and then it gets rushed, and it ends. So. Yeah, uh, and and Yoshihiro Degashi, I will be talking about. We will get into his history. I think we should get into him now. You want to get into him now? now? Well, what's actually here, before we jump too far, what's your what's your favorite part from the show? Sorry, uh, no, it's okay. Well, just like what you said, I mean, I might not, I don't think I have a lot of, like, specific points with the whole show. I like it. I like the arcs. I like how it transitions, but probably one of my favorite parts that had a reaction was... There was two. The first one when he got Genkai's power, and they, we were talking about it earlier. He turned all star mode. Rainbow. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Sailor Moon mode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably, exactly. Right. It's probably. So I was thinking of when you were saying that. I'm like, 
Guy likes Sailor Moon. It's exactly <laughs> like it, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, that, that scene was probably inspired a lot by his wife. Oh, yeah, 100%. She, yeah, because for our listeners that don't know, Yoshihiro Tagashi is married to the artist and illustrator of Sailor Moon. Yep, which could... Could you not think of like a better power couple? That's a power couple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like you're writing your shows, your mangas, and then you got your wife to bounce off of who's also the same exact fucking thing as you. Dude, and what's crazy is at the time when they got together, their shows were just fucking hitting it, bro. Oh yeah. yeah. 100%. They were fucking they were 100%. they were killing it. Uh, Sailor Moon was was killing it for the the, the girl population and then yeah. we have hunter hunter and and uh yu haka show that are just fucking knocking it out of the park oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. i wonder i wonder who wears the pants in their relationship i mean yeah it's funny because the hiatus thing with hunter hunter is it's mostly attributed to the fact that yoshihiro tagashi is just extremely i wouldn't say lazy but just unmotivated i and have that written there <laughs> and, both yeah. words. i wouldn't say that like i said i wouldn't say he's lazy it's just he's unmotivated and like I was talking to another, um, you know, enthusiast of manga and anime a couple of years ago, and we brought it up, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, the rumor is that every time a new Dragon Quest game comes out, he just dives <laughs> he the just fuck gets sucked in into it. and does nothing else <laughs> but so play funny. that fucking game and like beat it to its full entirety." And that's why in uh, Hunter Hunter they have that guy. That's I want to say it's after the Battle Tower that they go and meet in the big mansion. And yeah, you walk into his room. That's him. Yeah, it's his character. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's literally his character. You yeah. see the side by side comparisons on Facebook. If you're in like manga, anime groups, whatever. Yeah, like, you that's can, his character. Uh, if you do not know what picture we're talking about right now, uh, pause this podcast for a second. Get on Google, uh, Google uh, Yoshihiro Tagashi room and you'll see him sitting in front of a CRTV playing a PlayStation 1 just and, mm-hmm. his room is just littered just, in so much trash <laughs> like a fucking scene out of hoarders like oh just, my just God. not give a fuck no dude there's like fucking like a like a mountain of fucking pizza boxes you got the leaning tower of milk jugs next to him it's yeah. fucking gross dude so fucking hey, man, gross man knows what he wants if i had that kind of money and talent and creativity i'd probably be the same way it's like do i really need to clean though like I mean, that's a common thing with a lot of creative people, man. Messy. They're just not socially right, honestly. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like he said, it's a trope. It's just like a lot of creative people, they just do not clean up after themselves or anything. They They don't don't give a fuck about cleanliness. Like clutter to them is actually good for focusing. I don't know how. I don't know how I get into my house and there's like a little bit on the floor and I fucking start to freak out like the inner <laughs> the inner clean freak in me. And then whenever I had, uh, you know, the kids and just the house perpetually just kept getting messed and it was the same stuff. I just got to the point where it's like, oh, you know what? It's just going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dive into Yoshihiro Tagashi's story. Yoshihiro Tagashi is by far one of the most influential mangekai, which is. A, a manga artist, pretty yeah. much. So I'll be using that term a lot uh, throughout this show. Mangekai? Mangekai. Uh, uh, he was a, fa- a famous and a massive influence in the 90s. He was a legendary creator of both uh, Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter. This is the story of how an underdog Mangekai and a failed teacher became one of the greatest artists of the anime community on top of being an extremely controversial artist for his rush endings. Or just no endings at all. <laughs> He just uh, there's there's so much where he just doesn't have I mean like well, like we've said Hunter Hunter, it has no ending. There's no ending to that show. Uh, Yu Hakusho, it was so rushed because of Shonen Jump. I mean they they fucked that whole thing up. 
with great power and skill comes great loneliness and unprofessionalism. <laughs> Tagashi was born April 27, 1966 in Shinji Yamagata. Tagashi started drawing in second grade and it also helped that his parents owned a paper company, so supplies were endless. Tagashi's love for drawing didn't stop there. It followed him into high school where he joined a fine arts club and later attended a university in Yamato to try to become, you guessed it, a teacher. <laughs> so what kind of teacher was he? Was he like an art teacher? No, or like he was a math just, teacher. He was just like a, that? just I think it was just a grade school teacher. Oh, okay. He just wanted to he wanted to teach the youth. Uh, after years of his hard work, he finally graduates to get his dream job as a teacher. But sadly, on his first day, he walks into the room, turned around, and saw all the, those eyes waiting on his every word. He froze in sheer anxiety, and his dreams of becoming an educator of the future generations soon quickly died. With his dream dead in the water, he soon pulled his attention back into the art. He soon published his first manga in 1986, a one-shot manga known as Senshi Toshishashi did you verbatim okay so uh, for our listeners I am not going to get a lot of these names right because they're all Japanese uh, I have not read them I'm not as going to you can to. see we're not Japanese yeah, unfortunately. yeah. it's not going to fucking happen alright so I'm going to get these fucking names wrong I'm going to get some people emailing me I got emails last episode we fucking did I'm not feeling it but if you guys want to come at me let's fucking go all right? I love the feedback yeah, exactly. I, I love it keep it going I love it, keep it okay. hey guys it's Tom with the Magic Wand from Misfortunate Media if you made it this far in the episode, we stopped for a beer run, but check out our other shows, our deep dive show, Morning Cup of Chaos, our anime show, Now I Mention Everything, and our new show, Meta Misfortune. You can check us out on any streaming platform or anywhere you listen to your podcast. So it was a comedy manga about a substitute teacher surprising to be him, even in his early work, showed real promise with his first manga. He was awarded the Hop Step Award. He followed Senshi with another short manga known as Jirai no Miduki in 1987 which again was good enough to win him another hot step award tagashi started getting real attention from shonen magazine young tagashi was hungry and had his eyes set on another award known as the tensuka award but he needed a new idea so his interest his love of baseball and his love of comedy he created buttibo straight in 1987 winning him the award and on the spot of Shonen Magazine and a new career path. After winning, he started popping out mangas left and right, names like Tonda's Birthday Present in 1987 and Occult Tendentai in 1988 and 1989, and a four-volume series known as Tendi Showara Cupid from 1989 to 1990. I mean, he's just pumping this shit out left and right at this point in time. And at this point, you can definitely see his earlier influences in his later work. With DBZ becoming a mainstream anime and manga, Tagashi decides to jump onto the bandwagon of action and release his first home run anime. The reason for the season, Yu Yu Hakusho, which ran from 1990 to 1994. Yu Yu Hakusho was a 19-volume, four-manga arc anime that is an absolute banger. Yu Yu Hakusho is about a 14-year-old boy named Yusuke Urameshi, a sarcastic tough guy teenager with a heart of gold who dies by saving a kid from an oncoming car, later turning him into what is known as a spirit detective with the help from his blue-haired Grim Reaper, Botan. Once Yusuke is able to return to his body after doing a mission, 
where he meets Hiei, a badass demon bent on destroying the world, and Kurama, a smart fox demon with the vast knowledge of deadly plants. When he returned to his body and goes to meet a woman named Genkai, who puts him and his fellow classmate Kuwabara through some tough tests to push their abilities and teaches them how to use their spirit energy. Kuwabara's sword and Yusuke's always famous move, the spirit gun, later joining forces with rivals Hiei and Kurama and Master Genkai to form a team, Team Yurameshi. For my favorite arc, the Demon Tournament. The Demon Tournament is by far the coolest tournament out of all anime history. Team Yurameshi is forced into joining the Demon Tournament by Master Genkai's old partner, Gon Demon, the Tagoro Brothers. You guys want to talk about Tagoro for a second while we're fucking here? I want to kind of go back just a little bit. Um, I want to talk about the very beginning, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's going on? So, first off, I remember being a kid and watching the show and seeing Yusuke die, and I'm just like... Well, what the fuck? Like, what kind of fucking anime is this? <laughs> this? Start this, this is the first episode? <laughs> I'm like, damn, this is kind of sad. I'm like, is it going to be one of those like looking glass situations right. where he's just like, you know, you can he's the ghost and he can't communicate with anybody or whatever. Definitely love the fact that nobody or the kid didn't even fucking get hurt when like the car was about to hit him or something. It was something like that. Like the, no. I, I'm pretty sure like the kid was going to stop anyways. Like he saw like the alternate version of actually how it was going to happen. Yeah, I think Botan was like, yeah, he would have been fine if you didn't. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if you didn't save him, he would have like, been I fine. He's like, I fucking died for nothing. I'm pretty sure he yeah. called him a stupid kid too or yeah, something. Something like that. Yeah. So what did you want to talk about? No, I just think it's, <laughs> they just do him so dirty at the beginning. Cause everybody's like, yeah, you did yeah. what? Not you, not Yusuke. No, yeah, yeah no, because he's man. such he's such a shove offy person to everybody around him. Even oh, complete Tikiyo. prick. Yeah, he's yeah. a fucking prick. You know, School yeah. bully, kind of. Yeah, he beats up Kuwabara. <laughs> like he, yeah. he's absolutely a fucking monster to this this sweet pure girl that absolutely is in in love with him. Hates his fucking mom. Hates like, his fucking mom. Yeah, mom. dude, it's fucking ridiculous. And she's just like, oh yeah, whatever, okay, like stop doing bad things. Oh, she's just a straight alcoholic. Yeah. Oh yeah, she yeah. drinks. Oh, yeah. She drinks <laughs> so fucking much. It's not yeah. even funny. Uh, I I think the Tagoro brothers, whenever they're first introduced, when um Yusuke and I believe Kurabara are on a mission. Yeah, it's the two of them, and they're on a mission. And they run into Tagoro, and he uses, what, like 15% of his fucking power? And he gets all bulky. Oh, the they, first time? Yeah, the yeah. very first it's time. It's like 15 or something. Yeah, it's, it's, much. it's nothing. Say. Like, he gets a little swole. Uh, for the listeners that don't know, uh, the younger Tagoro brother, his ability is he's able to get stronger. He's the bigger one. Yeah. 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 And then the older one's a little creepy, little slinky fuck. That Serial killer it. looking guy. He's like goo. Dude, he gets yeah. his end. He gets his end and it's so he's fucking He's like sweet. Richard Ramirez with longer hair. That's basically. the best way to fucking put him. <laughs> That's what he reminds with me of. With albinoism. Yeah. That's, that's the best way to put it. And he's he's got this weird, creepy fucking laugh. But uh, yeah. Uh, Tagoro when he shows up and they they think he put they put him down and he gets right back up and they leave and he's, he's like, like well that was fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. so now I want to see them at their full ability let's fucking get them into the demon tournament and that's pretty much how they get sucked into it because he shows up at Yusuke's school well on they a motorcycle yeah yeah that that happens but I, I there is one arc that I do remember before the demon tournament when it's the tower arc 
in the spirit world. Oh, with the the zodiacs. Yeah, the zodiacs. They yeah. the first big guy that they fight, who's got the talking bird. That I I fucking hated that bird so much. It was so goddamn annoying. See, That's they, the guy with the flute. Or yes, whatever, right? it was a flute. Okay, he was, yeah, yeah. He was the, the phoenix of the group. And the bird talked. Yeah. So what's cool yeah. is the little Easter egg is that they were supposed to represent those four guys were supposed to represent the Chinese zodiac. So yep. you had the mm-hmm. you had the phoenix, the dragon, the tiger, and I've forget the last guy yeah but that it was it was a pretty cool short little thing it's the first time they team up with Hie and karama during all this and i think it, it's the first time the kuwabara actually proves he can yeah be cool kuwabara has his, has his moment yeah he does because yeah, he fights the tiger guy mm-hmm. one of very few yeah, he has a, yeah that was like four <laughs> i remember like going into that like when i was re-watching the show a couple of years ago seeing that and i'm like He's going to get his fucking ass handed to him. Like, dude's an idiot. But, I mean, you know, plot armor. He, he ends up coming out I respect his game. Yeah. I No, I did, too. I'm just like. Someone fucking needs to. Yeah. Jesus fucking He's Christ. just like, go on without me, guys. I got this punk. It's like, if you say so, man, have fun. See He's, like, <laughs> He's just. He reminds me of, like, the embodiment of how males show love. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? He's just such a manly man. Because I, I don't. Is he A there at that point? Yeah, I can't he remember. A and Karama. He, a, he a is just like, I don't give a fuck about any of you. Go ahead and die. Karama's like, good luck. And Yusuke is like, don't you die on me, man. He is like, Kubara, if you don't like die, some, world, I, some, some fucking vet from Vietnam. Don't you fucking die on me, brother. Got your six. <laughs> fucking ridiculous, dude. That was a callback to last night. Anyway. <laughs> fucking. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, again, I didn't think the whole spirit detective arc was worth a fuck. It's just like I was saying earlier. It's like the introductory phase. Um, like, you know, it's kind of like building the foundation for like what Yusuke, like, what a spirit detective is and like what it all entails. I mean, they don't get like too incredibly deep with it, but nah. they're just like, these are the channels you have to go through to be able to do this. Now we're going to. We've made you a spirit detective. We're going to send you back into the real world, and you're going to hunt down demons that get past the barriers. Like, that's your job. You're going to fucking... You're basically going to maintain order for demons fucking with people. Yeah, um, and it's... After... After a certain point, you realize that just the demon ranks just keep going up. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they were ever gonna slip that note in there, like at all, for him. Like, yo, dude, these guys get fucking stronger. Yeah, they're like, you'll, <laughs> you'll figure it out, dude. This guy right here, he's a B. <laughs> you should see the fucking S's back down, dude. They're fucking scary. <laughs> like, you see that imp that you just spent an episode fighting? Like, uh, that ain't shit, man. Yeah. It's like it gets you worse. You should have blasted him with one punch and been fucking done. Yeah. On your fucking merry way. Oh yeah. All right. So back to the story. Um, so to the the, the Tagoro brothers, uh, they they set up this trap pretty much with them. Uh, they had a crime organization backing them that was opening up a portal to the demon world, allowing higher level demons into the human world to pretty much wipe everybody out. Uh, so the Tagoro brothers trapped Team Yurameshi into this tournament pretty much baited them and said, look, you're either going to do this or we're going to fucking kill you. doesn't yeah, matter. Either way. Yeah. yeah. So this is our plan. Here's your chance to stop it. If you don't, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, it wasn't like the guy with the long black hair kind of like in charge of all that. Like he was he the was leader the, he of was the, the organization. He, he was the leader say. of the crime syndicate that yep. teamed up with uh, Team Tagoro. Yeah. That's it. Uh, and he was... It, it, and Kuwabara's sister had some kind of fucking relationship with him. Yeah, that they, they didn't really never fully explain. go into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. I forgot about that. It was that. just like one of those things where she would see him and he would see her. And they'd be like, like, it's been a while. Whoa. And you're like, what? And then they're like, oh, never mind. All right. <laughs> Do you yeah. know him? Nope. Never seen him. Keep going. 
Like his lighter, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want the lighter. And he wasn't part demon, was he? I don't think no. he was. No. Yeah, he was, he was part demon. He, was he just demon. had a lot of money. He was yeah. rich and evil. Who was yeah. like the, the fat guy that worked underneath him that was really loud and angry all the time? You know they, what killed I'm him. About? they killed him right after I they think left the, the tower. I think the Tagoros killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're, they're like, yeah, we're fucking sick of you. Yeah. And, and like he laughed. He was like, oh, you think they answer to you? And he was sitting there with his little scar and a cigarette. Yeah. And, and like, Tagoro, I can't remember what happened. He either punched him and he's... But he flicked him or something. And his yeah. entire body he's exploded. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was done. fucking insane. Um, it was a little sneak peek of how powerful Tagoro is. So, so during... Yeah. fuck with this guy. I don't have much written down about the Demon Tournament because I didn't want to do a lot of spoilers for this episode. It is so hard to do these episodes, guys, without doing any kind of fucking spoilers. These guys are sticklers about it. They don't want me to do any kind of heavy talk about certain subjects when it comes to these shows because we do want you to genuinely watch these shows we want you to love them as much as we do yeah. you know if we're willing to sit in a room a hot fucking room for <laughs> fucking uh an hour and a half to two sitting here talking to you guys about this we genuinely want you guys to check them out and we don't want it to ruin your experience by this podcast no and i yeah. do appreciate that i mean it's it's hard, and we it's it would be so much easier if we sat here and just told everybody everything. But like uh, to me, I think that does them a disservice if they haven't seen it. Like yeah. if if I was sitting here on our first anime episode and you guys told me everything about Yu Yu show, I probably wouldn't have wanted to watch it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, like I, I get it. Probably would have killed my enthusiasm for it. So hundred percent. So uh, let's let's talk about the demon tournament. Uh, did you guys have any favorite fights? Fuck, I almost had it. Aw, oh, shit, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of the way! Hey, fuck you, man, I'm trying to skate here. Hey, man, fuck. what's wrong? Dude, there's nowhere good to fucking skate. I keep busting my ass on, like, concrete and sidewalks. I'm just tired of it, dude. I hate this town. Why don't you go to Hollywood? Hollywood? What the hell is that? It's an all-action, sports-friendly, 8,000-square-foot indoor skate park in Dubuque, Iowa, with 2,000 of that in a separate area, which can also be used for party rentals. Open six days a week, and we'll be doing an all-age show coming up here in the near future. Oh, shit, man. Thanks. I might have to check that out. Yeah, they're at 3125 Cedar Crest Ridge B. And when you go there, use the code MISFORTUNATE for a half-off lesson or $5 off a day pass, which is normally $20. Oh, thank God they have lessons. I can't skate with shit. Hey, me too. Nice. So, besides the Tagoro fight, no, I'm not even, I wasn't even going to say that one actually. Um, I really love the fight. So let's let's talk about who's in the tournament first. You meet some other characters because yeah, yeah you, there's a lot of introduction with other t- characters that are kind of carry on throughout the show. They do. Yeah, yeah you've mm-hmm. got you've got yeah, Team Tagoro, which the, is you know the brothers. You've got the un. Named samurai mask guy that's got he looks like Shredder. Yeah, he looks like, like Shredder, Shredder with from a giant axe. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he's just from the second I saw him, I'm like, oh, that guy is fucking scary. I bet he's badass. And then he fucked him up. There's one other person. <laughs> yeah. Who's the other guy that's on their team? I can't remember. He's got the long black hair and the little tiny glasses and the mask. Yeah. Oh yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't that know. Was, his that name. was Karama's fight. Yeah, Karama, yep. that was Karama's fight. So then you've got the other team that's the Australian guy with the mohawk. My favorite team. I love yeah. all those guys. You've got the kid with the yo-yo, I want to say. And then yeah. the ice guy. The ice guy. And then who? who's the, the, the other dude? The, ba- the mask. The the clown. Oh, the, yeah, the, the beautiful. Clown. Yeah, the beautiful. Yeah, and then did you mention the flying guy or the drunk guy? Because uh, that's all guy, five of them. The flying guy wasn't a part of that team. 
You sure? Yeah, the, the Irish guy. The, yeah. guy. the Irish guy with the horn. And he, he wasn't? No, that was a completely different team. Well, they became the, friends later, they, Yeah, I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah they, show, they do show up later, and that is a really cool aspect of that. You know, he, it's like some of these characters don't – I mean, it's a to-the-death match, but obviously Team Yurameshi isn't going for blood unless you're Hiei. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah. like – it, it has some really good moments. They they do have returning characters, especially in the last season when they're getting ready for the demon tournament. Yeah, and which everybody pretty much up. people I'm mentioning now. Yeah, also no, wasn't up. wasn't there like a little short guy with a fishing pole? Yes, wasn't that yes. one of them? Then? Yeah, yeah. he that doesn't was, carry was, over. I don't. think. He was no. pretty badass. I forget who fights him, but he, he that gets... was part of the wind guy, wind guy's team. Okay, yeah. yeah. Either way, a lot of good character introduction, a lot of good fucking fights. I mean, yeah. Like if you're if you're our age and you haven't watched this and you're an anime fan, you you're doing yourself a disservice. I mean, absolutely, it's, it's yeah. like a rite of passage to see the demon tournament. And when you somebody name drops Yu Yu Hakusho, that's the first thing they go to. Is, oh yeah, I've seen the demon tournament. Tagoro, Tagoro, Tagoro. Demon, yep, yeah. demon tournament right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, what else happens in the show? No idea. Never watched <laughs> it after that. <laughs> Pretty much where I was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Like I get it. Like we said earlier, tsunami. Like you know. Like, well, like Tyler said is, you know, they'd go to that, They're restart, so notorious. They'd go yeah. to that, and they'd restart. And, you know, that's fine. That's what fucking networks do, whatever. That's why we have Hulu and Netflix, Crunchyroll, all that good stuff now. Um, my other favorite part of the Demon Tournament was the comedy in it with the announcer. I love how they just <laughs> fucked with her so much. They fucked with her so hard they had to get a replacement for her. Yeah, and the, the yeah the last tournament. Yeah, the last the fish fish girl. They had fish I, girl show up. I love like the last thing she says before like the whole arena collapses. She's like, I don't want to die a virgin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. You know what you're playing with right yeah. now? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I think the Australian guy is a pretty good fight. Uh, His voice actor is great too. Whoever that is, I yeah, don't know who it is, but he the, does a good I mean, because they. Um, the fight. I mean, they both run out of energy, and it's it's a to the death match, but it's not no. to the death. It's they throw knives down and they put their heels up against this sharp ass yep. blade. Uh, be careful now. Let's yeah. not give away too much. I'm not going. But that I, part made me cringe in real life. Yeah. I wanted to see. Yeah. I, I wanted to say something about it too, but I was holding back. That's so, they'll they'll that's know. A really yeah. fucking intense fucking fight though. I, I mean, love when he's like, "You want to see my secret technique?" And then he just starts getting shit faced. <laughs> <laughs> he just takes a flask out and yeah. starts drinking it. He has giant <laughs> bottles that he just walks around and he starts doing. I, what was he was a master of uh, drunken fist. That's what he Something was. Like yeah. So yeah. he'd get the more fucked up he was, the he stronger was he was. Yeah. yeah. He'd start drinking and then he started waving and the screen would go black and then he would do something really dumb and drunk and then he would get like serious again. It's like, oh, yeah. I don't know where this fight's going. And yeah. then he would start hitting on the announcer lady yeah, yeah. <laughs> randomly in yes, the middle of the would. fight. Yes, he would. <laughs> so um, basically, after they get to Team Tagoro and they have all these new abilities, they, they win the demon tournament. Team Yurameshi goes back home, and just when they think it's all done and over with, we now enter into the next uh, chapter, the Black Chapter Arc. The which Black Album. I'm not by Metallica. <laughs> I if you're I Tyler. have like a stale taste in my mouth anytime I think about this fucking se- <laughs> season. It's not a bad season. It's not a bad season. It's just again when Toonami was doing this and they replayed it, I never got past it. I what like two years ago i just finished this anime two three years ago you hit me up and you're like yeah. oh you haven't watched the rest of it what the fuck's yeah. wrong with you i i peer pressured you and like how i peer pressured mason into watching it and, it's out uh, of love though out of love so. i'm like dude no i'm like because i've 
I was just amazed for myself. I'm like, I had to share this wonderment with everybody else. I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to just commit and do it. <laughs> it's really, it's really hard because like, again, I, like I said earlier, it's the, the, the psychics that make, make it unbearable yeah. for me. But like what the show doesn't have with it's like action packed moments. It's always got like the comedy relief going oh, yeah. on. Yeah. Like you got the shit talking oh, yeah. from Yusuke. You got the badass macho man from Kuwabara. You got Hiei who's just like existentially full of dread. He, and he cares about nothing. And nothing. He yeah. just wants to be powerful and fucking kill people the whole time. Yeah. And then, Karama's just trying to figure out how to become a demon again. Yeah, Karama's just like, yeah, the voice of reason. Karama's just no talk jutsu. Yeah, exactly. Just, hey guys. And, <laughs> we and, can hey, talk about he's this. He's the mediator. <laughs> the, the dynamic of the group is probably like the best dynamic <laughs> of any anime group i've ever seen i mean hunter hunter doesn't even come close to it with its relationship with no. you know gon kilawa karapika and uh, leorio like it doesn't it doesn't compare no. goku krillin yamcha tn that none of it none of it none of it comes close none of it fucking comes close uh you Hakusho's characters bounce off each other so fucking well it is it is insane how well these got they got these characters down to you know, yes, they have their flaws, but they what this person lacks, this person fucking has, and it has been plenty. I hundred percent agree with you. On we that. forgot to mention um, who the fifth member of Team Urameshi was. Oh, this fuck fucking me. Genkai, the mass or the the mystery uh, fighter, the masked fighter. The oh masked yeah, fighter. I just ruined that for you guys. I'm sorry. It's, oh yeah, it's <laughs> not like you wouldn't have figured it out though. I mean, that's it's the best pretty part. Obvious. I remember <laughs> watching that episode, and Yusuke was like, "Who is that?" And I'm like. Is he that dumb? It's like a <laughs> like, it's like a Clark Kent Superman situation. Like Just the glasses. The glasses. <laughs> so uh, what they're referring to is uh, so you have to have five members, and they were shorthanded. They didn't know what to do because obviously their top fighters are Yusuke, Hiei, Kuwabara, Karama. So they didn't know what to fucking do, and they 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 look around. They don't find anybody, and then this mass fighter shows up wearing Genkai's clothing, <laughs> about the same fucking size doesn't say much and when it does it sounds just like genkai yeah <laughs> it's so, pretty funny <laughs> yeah that's the that's the quote-unquote mass fucking fighter um but anyway sorry i just felt like that had to no, be no 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 you kind of totally, need to know for the next part you're, yeah, yeah you're, you need to know about genkai you're, so. you're fine um so uh chapter or black chapter arc uh this is centered around a past spirit detective named sensui he was the detective before Yusuke, and it also centers around psychics. Uh, when the demon tournament ends, I, I think there was like a ripple or something that demons were allowed to get out, and some kind of ray came across and, and infected certain people, and they were able to develop powers. Yeah. It, it's really yeah. confusing. It's kind of, yeah. They touch I, on it, but it doesn't really make a lot of say, sense. I don't re really remember, so. to be honest. It's, no, um, yeah. It, it's just they just one day have powers. Yep. Uh, so... That, that was another thing I didn't really like about uh, the Black Ark. Uh, so, Sensui was a rogue spirit detective broken by seeing the true horrors of humanity and what they can create. And in order to deal with the stress and trauma that he had witnessed, he creates seven different personalities to deal with the trauma. He understands humanity is doomed and tries to open up a different gate, allowing the strongest S-class demons there are into the human world, causing mass death across the world and ultimately chaos. When Yusuke finally gets through Sensui's trials, some of the best fighting an this anime has to offer goes down during this arc. Like I've said, like we've all said, this is like balls to the walls. If you have time, go ahead and YouTube Sensui, Hiei, Yusuke, Kuwabara fighting this dude. There's 
there's loads of videos. You'll like be able I to said find. earlier, they break the mold of their abilities and like they really start. To, I mean, if you thought the demon tournament was insane, like I these guys, nothing, yeah. they they ele- they go up another level. I mean, it's it's nuts. Yeah, and it takes it takes all three of them just to like slightly hold back Sensui. It takes yeah. Yusuke he's going. He's fucking powerful. Yeah, like, he's really fucking powerful. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the dumb wizard hat because it came into my mind. Yeah, yeah. The you don't like the outfit, I know. <laughs> it's, it's fucking stupid. Both of them, fucking Schnickbub, Wolverine looking motherfucker, and then we got fucking <laughs> Harry Potter and the fucking sorcerer's hat. I fucking, I fucking hate it. It pisses uh, me off. I fucking, I, I hate it. Uh, it takes all three of them going full power, plus Yusuke developing a new power mid fight just to be able to take down Sensui. That is how strong he is. Uh, leading us into the last arc of the show. After saying goodbye to a teary-eyed Kuwabara, Yusuke travels to the demon world to learn about his family's past by talking to one of the demon lords named Raisin, who holds the truth behind Yusuke's history. And that's not the only person that goes. Uh, Hie goes. I'm sorry. We're getting there. Sorry. Along with Yusuke, Hie and Kurama <laughs> also travel to the demon world and team up with the other two demon lords, Ma- uh, Maraku. Uh, how do you say it? Uh, Makuro, 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 and Yami, to unlock their more powerful potentials. After Raisin passes away from starvation, Yami and Moroku start making moves to take over Raisin's throne. Yusuke brings up the idea to have a tournament to decide who takes the throne. You see some old faces from the Demon Tournament. Hie, Yusuke, and Kurama go all out in this fight against one another. Uh, but as I said from the beginning, this story, Tagashi, has been notorious for rushed endings and often shuts down and quits after someone puts some pressure onto him. Putting the show off for years and years and years without an ending. Shonen wanted an ending. They were hungry for it, so he gave it to them. And when he gave it to them, he completely fucked the entire series up with this one bullshit-ass ending. Uh, with, such, with this being said, Yu Yu Hakusho has got some of the greatest fights some of the best character chemistry, some of the best animations for the 90s, I want to say. You develop feelings. It's got the best goddamn opening. Cue the fucking opening, by the way. It has the best goddamn opening any fucking anime has ever had. If you were not bumping to what we just played, you fucking just just stop. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> it was so stop. funny. Before I started watching it, you were basically like, ah, dude, the opening's just sick. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I usually just skip the openings unless it's like Bebop. But like, dude, this opening, I I played it every episode. I was going to oh, say, yeah. it's one of every those. Every episode, yeah. dude. It's so good. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, never, I never gave a fuck about the ending credit, uh, you know, closer. But that opening, I did not skip. It no, doesn't change. So it doesn't no. change throughout the entire show. Uh, I think when it gets the, the, to the animation changes, though. not the song though, not the, the song. Yeah, because yeah, I think it. they they add like when they get into Chapter Black, uh, they they add the three psychics yeah. that, mm-hmm. that are in there. 
whatever. But you know, other than that, it doesn't change. <laughs> Dude, it makes there's no reason that song should be that good. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> no not. fucking not. <laughs> I've definitely found myself listening to it casually, like on, on car oh, rides and shit. Yeah, like that. dude, so. I have it. I have it on my playlist. Like when I'm at work, I'll be sitting there welding, and like that song will come on, do 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 do, and I'm like, yeah. dancing and shit. Yeah, it's just a pop. It. It's like a pure '90s. Like, like well, that's like a uh, uh, what you can say to other anime people. You know, if they're cool, you'd be like, "Thanks for waking me up." Yeah, if they know what you're really talking about. Yeah. They're like, "I'm gonna." That's oh, what I'm shit. probably gonna. Yeah. That's, that's probably what I'm gonna name this episode thank you for waking me up there you go i fucking dig it (laughs) uh so anything other that you guys want to talk about i just wanted to say that uh besides all the fighting and everything like that that goes on um you do learn like some of the side characters that come into play uh kuwabara gets a love interest um yusuke's relationship with uh keiko is that her name yeah yeah that kind of like starts to kind of blossom a little bit um Botan like becomes more of a member of the team, like as far as like going to the demon world and shit. Um, Being there, she's there for the last fight. Yusuke gets a pet. Yeah, he gets you, what you see. It's a spirit animal, Boo! which becomes part of that. Um, what else? We've got. Oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, the just the the demon world, the the dynamic between the three demon lords. Is fucking badass, and also I love the backstory mm-hmm. with the demon lords too. Like you've got the blind guy that Karama's with. Mm-hmm. I, well, I to be which uh, one that uh, is. Yami. Yami, Yami, and then you've got Mokuro. Was that her name? Moroku. Moroku, which I um, feel like I'm saying that. That's wrong. for Hie. Yeah, uh, Hie's with her. Yeah. Backstory is pretty dark. Hers is cool, actually. Yeah. I really liked her story a yeah. lot. Yeah. And then Ryzen, you know, his backstory. Makuro. Makuro. My Makuro. Yeah, Makuro. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, and then Ryzen's backstory is pretty fucking cool too. Like, and it, it starts to like things with Yusuke start to make more sense once you mm-hmm. get that. And then, yeah, I feel like that's what I loved more about it is because I actually got to understand the characters, and they were. It wasn't about who, what world are we trying to save? Who's who's the damsel in distress at this moment? Is the world coming to an end? No, no, absolutely not. It is just them on a conquest for fucking power at this point in time. Yeah, you got Hie uh, pulling out the uh, the Jigan eye, Jigan, Jigan, the Jigan eye. Uh, you got Karama working with Yomi uh, to to uh, get his power. The White Fox. Uh, is uh, what, what's the fox's name again? Yoko. Yoko. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Yoko Kurama. Uh, mm-hmm. A fun fact about that uh, in the like b- before the show even really starts, the timeline for them is that uh, Yomi and Yoko were bandits together. They they fucking that's worked together. Starts, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yep. that's where if I were to do, I was going to do a full length story and background of everybody and everything and how the timeline worked but i thought that's going to give it away too much so like let's just cut around some corners and let's let's you know soft play this but i i honestly i i think the biggest i mean excitement i've ever had in the show was probably karama fighting um young or older tagoro yeah, that's when things got really yeah. dark. <laughs> yeah. That was the moment that I realized that Karama, the voice of reason, was the strongest, scariest. So you thought Hie was scary. Fucker. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, because you got Hie <laughs> who's like, I'm going to destroy the world. And then it's you got Karama's like, yeah, that's nice. So <laughs> you're dead now, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice day. One, <laughs> one other thing I wanted to say was that 
the show does a really good job of splitting um, the main characters' backstories up really well. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Like you know, he a like isn't just there to fight demons and be a part of the team. His the real reason he is what he is is because he's looking for his sister. Mm-hmm. The whole entire show. And, you know, because he was abandoned as a child and this they got separated, this, that and the other. Um, then you've got Kurama, who's basically trying to become a human again or get reunited he's, he's, with his parents, I want to say. No, 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 like no, 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 no. It's uh, the exact opposite. Uh, Yoko uh, was defeated in battle and then his he spirit. Fell. Yeah, oh, his spirit okay. was transferred into a human into baby. And to Kurama. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then Kurama okay. is trying to become Yoko again, like because yeah. he initially becomes Yoko by accident accident in the demon tournament and he's like oh fuck this is where he's been okay let's do this uh and then he learns how to actually tap into that ability every fucking time um so yeah that's his conquest you know yusuke keep people safe i'm gonna say i kuabara i don't really remember i mean i don't they really did think him he... so fucking dirty yeah they really did kind of at the end of the show i mean and he's just kind of chasing around this other chick the whole entire time i forget her name yeah, he's chasing around the other blue-haired chick from the demon world yeah, the, other the whole time. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, and then you know, I just well. got yelled at by my executives, and <laughs> I will not be doing any more spoilers during this fucking yeah, episode. It's so hard not to, though. No, it's, it's yeah, really, it is really it's hard. hard. Yeah, not to. And it, it, I just don't want another drunken berserk where we're just like literally telling the whole story because I'm fucking shit housed. So yeah, well, you know, you that like now is just so. really fucking excited. Fuck you. I do like to talk. That's why we started this. Exactly. <laughs> Don't get mad at me for being right. Yeah, that's nice. Hey, everybody. This is Diabetic Daddy from Misfortunate Media. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in a relationship or at work. Not dealing well with stress? Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now, you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. Special offer to Misfortunate Media listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp.com slash Misfortunate. That's BetterHelp.com slash Misfortunate. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Telling a lot of it about, about an anime without spoilers is hard, but with something like Yu Yu Hakusho, the whole fucking anime is about the backstory and how the story goes forward. It's all about the story you know like there's certain action animes that are just about action certain ones are about love certain ones are about fucking cooking food Yu Yu Hakusho is about learning these characters falling in love with them and seeing them grow yep that's literally all it is it's just stories and they do a good job of it can we also go back on the part where Yusuke is only 14 yeah I know (laughs) well I mean come on every like main fucking anime protagonist is like a teenage boy half the time I mean it just blows my mind that you got this fourteen-year-old boy just running around punching people. But I wanted to see what was the what was the guy's name that created it? Yoshiro Tagashi. Yeah, I wanted to see Takashi, and they're like, "All right, so here's cut to the first scene. We're gonna kill a minor." <laughs> they're like, "Sold." Good meeting. We don't even need a premise. Like, no. let's just make this the show. I'm just like, I'm disgusted, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I I think like I said before, you couldn't have a better like power couple to bounce ideas off of as you know like like you said you know his wife which i wish i knew her name so i could shout it out creator of fucking sailor moon okay one of the most prolific animes of the 90s you know? yes the an- probably one of the main animes that captured majority of female audience yep and male audience nako takeyushi we'll go with that all I- right I can't. I can't. That's good enough. I can't. <laughs> These fucking names. Like when when uh, Morning Cup of Chaos was doing their uh, the Rasputin story, I felt so fucking bad for Tom. He did pretty good though. I, I'm not gonna. He, I'm he not. Did all yeah, right. dude. But like just throwing like ra- uh, like hardcore Russian names at him just the for <laughs> the a fucking hour yeah. straight. Like dude. didn't even put in the bubble or like parentheses of how it sounds like. <laughs> No, the absolutely not. Spelling. No, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, you got Sink it. or swim, motherfucker. It. <laughs> it's got like the Russian letters in it too, mixed with like you know. <laughs> oh yeah, there was some. There was some fucking accents. Like straight Cyrillics or whatever they're called, something like that. Hieroglyphs. No, that's wingdings. Egypt. Wingdings. There wingdings. we go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck man. But yeah, all in all, guys, if you haven't watched this show, definitely sit down. It's got. It's like a hundred and five episodes, maybe less than that. Very doable. Yeah, it's not like One Piece or like Naruto where you got to watch three different shows or anything like that. Like it's definitely a doable anime. You may not be satisfied with the ending, but it's it, what you got. So fucking deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I will also say as a forewarning for anybody that wants to start watching it, um the pacing up until after the dark tournament ends is completely different than the rest of the anime. Yes. Absolutely. It yes. seems like Absolutely. the beginning is very long. I remember it kind of took me a little bit to get into it, but then right after the demon tournament, I was just like hooked on it. Well, that's that, why you so. get the zodiacs too. They kind of like you know fluff you up a little yeah. bit yeah. to build up mm-hmm. to that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean the there was only one guy throughout the entire fight who basically had Crollo Lucifer's powers. He had like he had a bunch of abilities, so he was he wasn't a he wasn't a master of one. He was you know a jack of all trades. No. So he had like a thousand different abilities. He could shrink. He could do all this other shit. And he was defeated by like Moss being in Yusuke's ear. And it was oh it was, yeah yeah it, that oh, was a, yeah. like that was like an okay thing. But like if you can get past that, if you can get past the slow pacing for the beginning of the show, and you get to where Tagoro and the the zodiac kick in you're set you're i think set. it's more aesthetically pleasing than anything it's your typical 90s anime like background so yeah. it's very dark like in a mm-hmm. castle tower you know it's really it's really fucking cool and like it's, i've said on this show a bajillion fucking times and i won't ever stop 90s anime is my shit hell yeah yeah 90s anime is probably the i want to say i, I don't want to say it's the golden age but it's like pretty fucking much i would i would call it that you call it the it. golden age fuck yeah i would i don't know there's some pretty pretty good 80s, i guess like, it just depends on your generation because you know like early you know 2000s to like 2010s that's another golden age of anime you could say for a certain you know demographic i that was probably the least amount of time i spent watching anime like towards the end of like closer to the 2010s like i've kind of fell off around like 2006 and stopped watching it as much but are then, you talking about like years or like years that the shows came out? Like anything past twenty six or? I'm saying like let's say like two thousand from like twenty ten like Adult Swim animes because that's mm-hmm. all we really had at that point. In time, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So before like Hulu and 
Yeah. Netflix were like really a thing. Because what'd know? you have? You had like Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Big um, O, Big O, Inuyasha, Gundam, um, Fully Cooley. Every Case once closed. in a while, Case Closed. I mean, uh, what else? Probably Trigon. Oh, that's more nineties. Trigon. Trigon was in it. Trigon. Bebop. Yeah. Fully Cooley. We said Fully Cooley, right? Uh, I'm trying to think. Eureka Seven. Uh, like, Paranoid Agent. Paranoid Agent. I'm just naming all of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> find a list somewhere. We'll get back to you guys on that. I'm just saying, like that was probably for some people. That was probably another golden age to them. You know, you're like a, more of like a mature age to where you can watch the shows and understand them more. Whereas, like when we were younger watching Yu Yu Show, I mean, we really didn't know what the fuck was going on. No, it's just extent. a dude just beating. It just looked ass. cool. Yeah, you yeah, were just watching somebody get fucked up. I just whatever. wanted to see Hiei pull out the sword. Yeah. Where's the Darkness Dragon? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm such a fan of Hiei. I got a fucking tattoo of him on my wrist. He's yeah, kind of my kind of my favorite. Who do you who do you relate with? I, I mean, honestly, I I, I hate to just be easy about it. I'd say Yusuke because, like like you said, you just wanted to see Hiei pull off the sword. I just wanted to see him do fucking spirit gun over and over again. <laughs> I thought it was the coolest thing ever because I remember going around and being like, "I'm gonna get you!" Like just pointing my I finger. I still do out. that with my son. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> Just like, cause he's got he two hands it too. Like yeah, he, he holds his wrist and then mm-hmm. he it cocks back. He gets and, yeah. he gets he gets so fucking powerful with those spirit guns where it's like literally a kamehameha. Wave. It's just a fucking like comet coming yeah. at you. <laughs> I fucking love it. What about you, Mason? Who's my favorite character? Yeah, yeah. Who do you relate with? Oh, I like the baby. I like his character a lot, honestly. He's yeah. he's good com- comic comedic I like, relief. I like how he's <laughs> Koema. Koema. Oh my yeah, god. I just yeah. got like fucking like fi- I just feel my phone vibrating from all the fucking emails from us getting yelled <laughs> at right now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember Koenma. Uh, and I love when he becomes older Koenma too. Yeah. He's still got the pacifier mm-hmm. in his mouth. And don't they say like if he takes it out, like doomsday happens or yeah. some well, shit? Yeah. There's actually a a big turn in the story with the with the pacifier. Too. Yeah, yeah. So I remember it, it that. Yeah. We won't get into be it. Like though. something. Though, it's right? actually important. Yeah, yeah it actually. Yeah, it is. I remember that now. Cool. But no, I always like how Yusuke just fucks with him. He's just like the king of the spirit world, basically. Not really, but Yusuke don't give a fuck. He's he like, he just calls him so. a baby. He's like, Listen here, you fucking baby. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid child. baby. <laughs> you got fucking. me taking orders from a fucking toddler yeah. or whatever <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And, and like Yusuke, that that's the best part about Yusuke. You know, you got you got talk no jutsu. You got fucking character plot and character armor. Yusuke just does not give a single fuck. He, His no. hands are rated E. Yeah, and they're, exactly. they're fucking going for fucking small to large, right? Well, there's the famous orders. line, I don't care if it's a girl it or someone's girl. grandma. <laughs> I'm still going to beat her up or kick her ass or whatever he says. I remember that. I, I, tried I don't really- care if it's a girl or someone's grandma. I tried really hard to talk to uh, Linda Young. She is the voice of Genkai. I really want her on the show. If uh, we can do that, that'd be great. From what I've heard from fan testimonies, I mean, they are all fans, and they're just little meats, but apparently she's a really nice lady. She's really so. nice. From yeah. what really I've nice. heard. She's so. also the voice of the OG Frieza. Like from, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah from Planet Namek and shit, dude. It's it's really cool to fucking... I, I'm a part of a Yu Hakusho group on uh, I think Facebook. We are, we're all in the same group. Are we? I was there yeah. before you guys, though. Well, you know, fuck you. <laughs> I had to earn my right to be there. So. Yeah. I, she posted a video about her, like, doing, a, like, an online video vlog thing. And she was like, yeah, come out and come out and talk to me. And it's like, fuck, I have to be out of town during that. I won't be able to be by my phone, but I want to talk to you so bad. Right. Got all these questions. Oh, dude, I, I, I would love to know what it was like behind the scenes for, you know, a voice actor. And dude, we're going to have to start doing it soon because they're getting old. We're getting old. We're getting yeah. old. So we got to start seeing them soon before it's too late, man. That's right. Don't, so. don't do that. 
I will riot when John Schimmel dies. All right, that's that's where I'm at in life. All right, he's my last hope. If if Goku dies, like, what am I gonna do? You have like, to deal with Sabat. He's Luffy, cool. the voice of Luffy, is like a 90 year old woman. She's she's checking out. Yeah. Like, she already found her replacement for Luffy. That's how long this show's been fucking going, dude. Yeah, yeah. She had to find her fucking replacement. It's kind of funny how like they're all older women too. Like you yeah. know, like Naruto's voice actor is like an older like fifty year old woman, and mm-hmm. like Luffy's voice actor was like up there, seventies, eighties, nineties, whatever she's, she's, she is. She's really up there. Yeah, like extremely old, but like just full of fucking life. Like I couldn't imagine being that old, like screaming into a fucking mic, like doing voice acting like that. <laughs> I mean, like all the power up sounds you got to make and shit. Like that's got to be like really strain your throat yeah. muscle. <laughs> Fact of the day. Yeah, uh, the fun fact of the day, uh, Sean Schimmel actually passed out while recording Goku going Super Saiyan 3, mm-hmm. screaming so fucking hard. And when we do a Dragon Ball Z cover, I want to actually pull up that video while we're doing it because it is fucking insane. I've seen it, actually. Yeah. yeah, him just screaming into the microphone, and he just, like, stops. He's like, oh, fucking out. I'm going to say, I... Honestly, can't decide which Goku voice I like more, Sean Schimmel or like the actual Japanese voice actor. That's a tough one. That's or actress. That's, I would say, isn't yeah. it a woman? Yeah, it's, I think it's a woman. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, you know, and I, I, I don't ever really understand the hate between the dub and sub community. I'll never understand it. Like, Everybody has their preference, man. Exactly. Yeah. But why does it yeah. make one trope better than the other one, man? I, me personally, I feel like. A lot of the voice is captured better in sub emotionally. Yeah. Um, like, I've watched certain shows subbed, and I tried to watch dubbed, and I just couldn't do it because they just sounded so fucking stupid. And the dialogue changes, too. Squid Games. When I tried to watch Squid Games, uh, it was possibly the worst fucking thing I had ever heard in dub. And then I watched it in sub, and I was like, oh, you're supposed to watch it like this. Yeah, this is how it's intended to be. Because the main character sounded like this, and nothing ever really went his it's way. Like, it's like watching an old like Japanese or Chinese like action movie from like the early, late 80s, early 90s. The and voice they, is, where the mouth is still moving, and there's yeah, no and words coming out. dubbing over it. Like, I watched a Jackie Chan one recently, and it was just awful. The movie was great, but the voice acting was just fucking awful. Those are my favorite. I mean, we just watched uh, Kung Pao. Chosen one. Chosen one. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that gave me an idea. I think, uh, like we did with one of our past episodes, we should ask our audience what they think. And I think that would be a good show, a good uh, dub versus sub, just the different pros and cons and the different theories of thought behind that. Honestly. I would like to do that I next. think Because it's very polarizing. People, I'm sure people have gotten divorced over sh- that shit. Like, oh, people are really intense about it. You know what I'm saying? Some people are, yeah. I feel like it's a very elitist thing to be like, I only watch subbed anime. Dude, and like, like the, 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 the Facebook groups that I'm a part of and shit, oh it, it's God. so fucking toxic. They're ruthless. Yeah, it's dude. so fucking yeah. toxic. Oh, you watch it in dubbed? Like, oh, why don't you oh, just go you, die? Yeah. Oh, like, oh you fucking <laughs> casual. Are you even an, an anime fan? Like, Do you yeah. even really like the show? You don't even deserve to watch it if you watch it in the I, shitty voice acting. You know, like, and, dude, it's and, not and, that big of a deal. No. And One Piece, One Piece, I started off dubbed because that's how I remember watching it. And it's just a nostalgic thing. Yeah. For me. I hear yeah. the voice and it's like, okay, this is how it is. But then when I ran out of episodes on fucking Hulu, I was like, well, now I have nowhere to go but subbed. And then I started watching sub. I prefer it subbed. Yeah. But I mean, it, like I said, it, like Riley said, it's just a matter of preference. I, I watch some animes and subs, some in dub. You know, it doesn't. Dude, I'm such an anime is. elitist. I watch it in like Portuguese and Crunchyroll. 
Oh or, yeah, I'll watch it in like the French dub. And I watch the show all the way through in every single dub. That's how elitist I am. I, fuck, uh, I don't even want to be in a room with you anymore. Jesus <laughs> Christ, just get out. No, just fucking this close proximity. <laughs> I, I yeah, the 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 anime fandom community is is extremely toxic, and I wish it would fucking stop. I wish it would. I don't think that it's ever gonna get better. Yeah, well, that's why I don't associate it with most of those people, because I just don't care. No. It I is. think it's funny you can't read manga and sub. It's got to be dubbed. Damn! <laughs> 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 Unless you're in Japan, you can read Japanese. Oh, and, well, then that's your language. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's your native, yeah. Sorry. Exactly. I was just thinking about that. Can I get Can I get anime in Braille? See, I now mean, we're uh, now we're thinking. This is next level shit. I want, right I want my mangas in Braille from now mangas on. Mangas in Braille. I mean, Dude, would you read uh, it backwards? No, interesting would you touch concept. The, would you touch the panels and be like, all right, so this one's fighting. <laughs> right, that's a sword. That's a sword inside of a body. That's a, that's a, that's a Kamehame wave. I would love to <laughs> Kamehameha, see. Kamehameha, whatever. I would love to see a blind person read um, Berserk when they go into hell and have to Braille that out. All the the gruesomeness. Oh, just yeah. all the all the crazy shit. He's like, "What am I feeling?" Like, I don't oh, want to read this anymore. <laughs> just closes the book. This feels like someone's got leprosy. It's fucking gross. Right. Oh my god, I'm still touching it. Why am I still touching it? Fucking weird. All right. Beautiful. So I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was, and now I mentioned everything. You guys are awesome. Like I said, check out our interviews coming up. Uh, we have modeling June nineteenth. We have um, Mutilated by Zombies and Eric Cobra to be determined, but it's going to be probably in July when those happen. Uh, Misfortunate Media, we're obviously working on uh, getting YouTube going right now. Uh, we're physically doing it as we speak right now. We're testing the waters. It's yeah, a, we're, we're it's getting there. It's a slippery there. slope. It's, uh, it's a very fa- hard thing to fine tune especially for guys that know nothing about video editing yeah it's completely different yeah we got we have an audio editor who's like a beast but like for video it's we're fucking doa you know we're we're in the novice class and it sucks so we're uh, like an f tier demon if you are a professional youtuber and want to help us out go ahead and email us at uh metamisfortune at gmail.com pro bono oh yeah absolutely no yeah we're not paying you nothing just get a free sticker uh, yeah give me your ideas and get the fuck out but uh yeah, and I, I can't thank you guys so much. Or I think. All right, fuck that. Hold on. And fuck I, you guys so fuck, much. And fuck thank all me. You. <laughs> thank fuck me. you. I am your leader. Give me money. Money me now. Money me now. <laughs> I can't thank you guys enough for supporting the shows. We've gotten crazy, you know, support from you guys. It's always awesome. It's always inspiring. It's keeping us going. So with that being said, I think we've had a pretty good time here today talking about Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, Obviously, we try not to spoil it too hard for you guys. Um, you're just going to have to watch it and figure out the greatness for yourself. Absolutely. Um, Please do. We definitely appreciate all the listenership that's been coming in. You know, We had another trending episode a few weeks back. Um, we're really proud of that. Um, you guys are doing great as far as listening goes. Keep that shit up. Um, we've got some big things in the works right now. We uh, finally decided to trial run video today we're not experts but we're definitely going to get there at some point you know it just takes time and we're all very very busy misfortunate men here at misfortunate media hey. well said <laughs> so for on the roster we've got modeling that we're interviewing on june 19th on minimus fortune we've also got a few um bands lined up mutilated by zombies and eric cobra that's going to be sometime in july 
with that being said, so I am your fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. I am your co-host, Riley Wallen. And it's your boy, Mason. Stay misfortunate. And always listen to mom. We are out. <laughs>